Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Beth Allison, who is the owner of Within You Coaching. And Beth works with clients one-on-one who are experiencing life transitions such as career change or reading for retirement. And she also supports caregivers who have a loved one with dementia. Oh, there's so much going on there. I love that. Beth, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Mark. It's great to be here. Well, thanks for joining us. So can you just expand a little bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Yeah, I am almost four years uh, into my business. I started in January of 2020, um, (laughs) which was not the most optimal time uh, to do that, uh, but I did um, and uh, have pivoted a few times. And right now... um, I started with the career side of things, as you said, the career changes are ready for retirement because that's exactly what I went through in becoming a life coach and an entrepreneur. And after the passing of my mom who had Alzheimer's, um, I just kept coming at me like I was supposed to be doing something with that, but I still was processing. And so about six, eight months ago, um, I was like, okay, I'm ready. And so I still do the career coaching and that side of things. Um, but I've now had more of a concerted effort or push on the caregiving of loved ones because uh, there's so much that uh, I wish I knew then that I know now. And I'm still learning with the networking and stuff that I'm doing um, as I'm growing the business. Yeah. Isn't there something beautiful and weighty about that, which is, oh, I wish I'd have known this back when. And isn't that what drives so many different coaches to to do what they do? To, I want no one else to have to go through this, or we found the way to make it work. Why doesn't everyone else know this? So follow us. So you don't have to do, you'll make your own mistakes, but you won't make these ones. How How is that for you as you sort of grow into this business? Because that is, oh, it comes from a great place, but it can be tough. It can be. And that's why I haven't totally pivoted only one way, because it is a very emotional um, place. And what I don't do is I don't promise that it will be easy for the caregivers, uh, Mm. but I can make the journey easier, you know, like having difficult conversations, um, which a lot of us avoid. Uh, And so when you get to a point of having to make a decision you're kind of flying by the seat of your pants, right? It's like, 
yeah. well, let's do this. This seems to make sense, but not a lot of thought um, has gone into that or discussions with the loved one and that type of thing. Like there were discussions I did not have with my mom. So my brother and I trusted my dad that they had had the conversations and I did mm-hmm. trust that they had, but it's still like kind of going, I'm in the co-pilot seat, but I don't really know the flight plan. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, okay. So, so when, so with, with that sort of concept, when, when your clients come to you, where, cause this is a very emotional place to be. Logic kind of goes out the window at times here. So what is, what do you find time and time again, that your clients are, what are they seeking? What, what are they actually looking for? They're looking for a plan um, and or a way through the journey. And a lot of it is uh, starts with how do they find time for themselves and their lives? And mm. how do they really know what is quote unquote best for their loved one. And what I encourage them to do is part of that is equation is what is also best for them. Because if as the caregiver, now you hear the self-care and all this, right? But you need to be getting that or you're not giving the care. There's also, I think they're looking for validation and what they're thinking or feeling so Mm. a lot of it is you know there's time when they're coaching with me that they can tell me that they feel resentment they feel guilt you know they feel ill-informed those are all valid but to have somebody say yes but how can we then i take that as like well what can you do to feel different? What is it that's making you feel that way? And so I coach them through that and help them navigate through, whether mm. it's um, finding time. I talked with a woman uh, just yesterday and she's like, people are telling me that um, I'm a bad person if I um, admit my mom into a senior care facility. And I'm like, People are going to say that, but what's right for you and what's right for your mom. And I'm like, what are those care abouts? What are those pillars that are most important to you? I call them priority Mm -hmm. pillars. Um, I use them in my career coaching as well. But, you know, and her number one, when I talked with her was the safety of her mom. Well, currently her mom's living with her and her husband and they've got three floors So her mother has to take the stairs, which is not safe, right? So that's the the picture you're painting there. Now that's amazing because you just described, well, I mentioned about this, all the logic goes out the window and it's very emotional for yourself and for your clients. This, these beliefs, these inherited, inherited fears that come from other people, it might come from a great place. Sometimes it doesn't, but to worry now has anyone ever told your clients that she's bad for putting her mom in her home probably not so these are these are made up circumstances made up fears 
And so to hold space for, yeah, they may say that, but bring it back into what's, what's true. What do you want? Where are your values? What are you trying to achieve? And sometimes it is what's right for you. Crumbs, we can talk about just pure business owners or your, your clients here, because I think the theme is the same. What's right for you? So what do you find? Huh, what happens once you allow your clients to have that feeling of, yeah, okay, that is the right decision. Or yes, I do feel this way. I do feel guilt. I do want this. And now I get a plan to work through it. And, and what changes? I can visibly see them breathe. Like it just, like I just did there. It's just like, oh, it's like somebody really does get it. Right. And I'm not telling them what to do. I don't, I tell them to do what's best for them and their loved one. That's all I tell them. Right. Um, and I can hear there's a sense of relief. Like there are options like this woman. I said, he said, you know what? Your option isn't just to keep her where you are now or to, um, find an assisted living or memory care facility. I said, you could decide to sell your house and buy a single story house where all of you could live. And I said, I'm not saying that that's what you should do. I said, but if what is best for you and your mother is that you're living together, that is an option. Um, mm -hmm. Right. And so, and, and I got the look like, I really hadn't thought of that. Right. And I didn't get the sense that that's the way they were going to go because who really wants to sell a house, buy a house, you know, adding to the overwhelm, but it's an option, right? So that way, at the end of the day, when they make that decision, they feel like they've made an informed decision, whether it's the right decision or not, you don't know, right? But I mean, what are those questions? You know, that's where I come in and I ask them questions and you know how did they feel about that like do you know if your loved one has long-term care insurance i don't know well you might want to find out because that can determine you know uh health care what facilities would be available you know you don't think about those things you just go look at the places right you have a thing to do you go and do it to your point logic right that from a to d you miss what's in between, right? You go from here to there um, and, and didn't quite have it. Um, so I see that relief. That just makes me feel so good. It fills me up. Um, mm -hmm. But I do, even if I'm just doing a consultation of somebody talking to me for the first time, I can see that they're like, somebody actually gets it and understands and there's no judgment they're in a judgment free yeah. zone but holding these so to be able to allow people to see these the opportunities not just the threats but the opportunities the wealth that is out there and it's the i don't know what i don't know oh my gosh that creeps up so much i mean let's take this into maybe more away from your clients maybe into your experience as crumbs as the business owner we, we oftentimes we work around the fears so you're clients okay there is this option you can have because it resolves this fear it may not be the right option to find those drivers 
if we make decisions based on fear, it doesn't work out well. There is always something else that pops up. So how does that show up within you as, as a business owner, as you've been building and evolving, coming from, as we said, applying the, the accidental entrepreneur into, okay, I guess I'm, this is real. I guess I'm doing this. Yeah. It's, um, you know, when I had that aha, that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but I've been really doing it all my life. And so now how do I make it a business? Right. Um, and charge for it. And, you know, uh, and I come from a place of service and those mm -hmm. of us who come from that place, um, money is necessary. It's not a driver, right? But in order for me to service as many people as possible, I have to be what you call the sales person. And that, mm -hmm. that's not a role that I used to always say, my brother hears this, he'll just love it. He's got brown eyes because he's full of it up to there. I've got the blue eyes. I don't have that, right? So he's a great salesperson, right? He is excellent at it. Um, <laughs> but um, really, and that's, you know, I don't want people to feel like they, because they can't afford it, they don't deserve the help and to help mm. make it easier. And so it's kind of a personal challenge that I have. It's, it's not, what I do is not transactional, right? And so it's not like you're going to come in and buy a dozen eggs. Uh, I wanted brown eggs. Well, I'm sorry. I only have white eggs today, right? Um, this is their life that, uh -huh. you know, they're dealing with and their loved ones. And so um, putting on that sales hat um, is kind of where it strugg I struggle a little bit. Yeah. And I think what you said, you've been doing this all your life, giving advice, helping other people, asking the right questions. And that probably, hmm, selfishly, it probably gave you so much fulfillment. It was like, I love doing this. I can see, you said, when you see someone just breathe, there it is. That is what fuels you. And now maybe there's that slight misalignment with, and now I've got to charge for this because you need to fuel your life. You need the resources to go about what you do. The more resources you have, the more help you can give other people. So find that balance. Is it coming into the, is it the beliefs that sales is bad and you don't want to charge and you don't want to look at the money and there's with all this going on, it's not about the money. Are, are there, is there a plethora of beliefs and thoughts and stories that are maybe making it harder for you to sort of work your way and find the right path for you? You know, interesting because there are a lot of coaches and I get, uh, flood of emails and marketing of I can make you can make a million dollars I am that would be great if that came along but that's mm. not my that's not my goal my father was an educator a nonprofit, you know organization that he created um yeah. and we never did you know we didn't do without we didn't make a lot of money but you know and I have all these you know, people coming at me and how to make a million dollars, you know, or $5 million in a short amount of time. I'm like, 
I'm almost turned off by those, that marketing for me. Mm. Um, because I genuinely want to help people, but I, I do need roof over my head, food to, you know, provide um, nutrition and, you know, those things. Um, yeah. So, like, where do you come in and, and what are the things that I want? And I'm 60 years old. I'll be 61 later this year, right? And so I, I mean, this is no disrespect to anybody, but I'm, you know, 60 is a lot closer to dead than it is to being born, right? So <laughs> I, I, I'm not, you know, living or working for a yacht. I'm, you know, yeah. a nice uh, house, a lot of windows on a lake. That would be lovely, right? Um I just love coaching. And so I want to get to a point for like the marketing part or somebody doing those pre-sale calls or what have you, right? That um, I don't think it's bad. Um, it's just not the skill set that comes naturally for me. Hmm. Okay, let's explore that. What, why doesn't it come naturally to you? You're obviously a very good coach, great at holding conversation exploring with questions, making people feel safe and heard. Those are all the ingredients of an expert salesperson. So what is the barrier? Where is it tarnished for you? I guess in the prospects agreeing that the, the value, right? What value am I bringing to them? It's, it's again, mm -hmm. it's a service. Right. So I'm telling them you're going to feel less stress. Well, that sounds good, but I'm not really sure how I do that. Um, you know, you're not going to be as overwhelmed. <clears throat> I also can't guarantee anything, right? Because there's no crystal ball in the special with, especially with um, the life of a dementia patient. Things can change like that. Hmm. Um, right. So again, it's, a blueprint it's a plan but it can go other ways so i i guess i didn't have it and so right so i don't know i've put a price to it for my time and my experience and my training and all that um it's it's is it i don't ever i you don't Go know ahead. what you don't know. Is it, I want to find the parallels between what, what you do and how you serve your clients and what they're feeling and maybe what you're kind of going through right now in this area of your business. You don't know what, what you don't know. Within this world, we say we're an entrepreneur, we're a business owner, yeah, and our phones are computers. Now we're inundated with DMs and messages and ads and, oh my gosh, you can have 80 clients in one week, guaranteed all your money back. There's all these ways, all these DMs, and it starts with, oh, this could be interesting. But then it becomes, okay, let's find the parallels with your clients. It becomes overwhelming. There's mm. too much information. And I don't want to come across as this person. I don't want to be salesy if that's a bad thing. I don't want to push people. Well, no one said you have to. So where can you find, what is a better question? 
what do you want? How do you want to <laughs> to sell? How do you want to invite people into your world? I I want it to be real natural. You know, somebody has a need, they they talk to me. There's a connection, right? Um, and they want to want me on their journey with them. It really mm -hmm. comes authentically. Um, and that's one of the reasons, you know, doing this interview and getting onto podcasts and, you know, looking for in-person speaking opportunities, you know, locally and that kind of thing. Mm. Um, cause I think when people hear me talk about it, it's different and it coming through the marketing, it's, it's a delicate subject, right? So there's not a lot of, Hey, do you want to feel less stressed while you're dealing with your parent that has dementia right it, 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 you're not going to advertise that way you go to their pain points and you do that and I've got that all going it's now how do I get them to connect with me and really seek out and really I just want it to be a conversation with them you know similar yeah. to what we're doing here right just have a conversation where are they at where do they want to go Here's, you know, what I do and the experience that I have and how I can help you. What do you think are, you know? Yeah. Are you ready for the next step? That sounds like it'll bring you confidence. It sounds like then you're, you're in control of your own stuff, thoughts, patterns, behaviors, emotions. This is where you excel. So the whole space for that. How can you be in... How can you start to craft this? Because what you just said there, I want to I wanna be real. I want them to, to have, they have a need. I want to make a connection. They want me on their journey. That's just building relationships. That's just full-on connection. The end. As a coach that you are, where are your skills that you can really, that you can really excel, bring in, what you do have because you've said offline about what you don't you don't have this, this, this in sales is where it can be really tough here's what i am not a salesperson i'm not this um there's all these elements that everyone says however cool there is the hardcore bro marketing there is the easy invitation there's also over conversating and allowing people to walk away allowing people to make up their own mind allowing people to yeah here you are here's some information go and throw this away for me here is everything that you, you spoke about, please go away and take your time to work out exactly how you can not do this because we will convince ourselves. We'll spend time working out how ah, all the ways that this isn't the right thing. It's not the right time right now. We can't afford it right now. I need to ask someone else for permission. I can't do this. Isn't that what you help your clients with in the moment? Yes. Okay. So that accountability that invitation holding space in your way and i don't know whether it's personality whether it's empathy whether it's humor but whatever your way of doing this is how can you double down on that how can you be seen and be so confident how can you hold someone with their accountability who said they need exactly what you have and to hold that space with curiosity empathy and love whilst being very real in the moments and having that hard conversation again, isn't that what you coach people to do? Have that hard conversation. <laughs> yes. 
from the- <laughs> that's what that's when the, the whole like imposter syndrome comes up and it's like you know you know you help people do this and be accountable and make that the have those discussions right and that's a difficult discussion for me with people is you know yeah you know the cost and the and and when it comes to the transaction part of the business right that Ooh. that's when i guess it makes me feel like it's transactional Oh, that was good. <laughs> yeah. Mm. How did that land? Yeah, the whole mindset that I I had not thought of it that way until I just said it, that it feels like at that point I go into a tr- transactional cell and that does not feel good because that's not what my business is. So how do I at that point in my mind, switch it to I'm offering them help on their journey and and it's still not, and it's a relationship. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's all just energy. So this transaction, two ways. How can I tell this? Which, which route should we go down? So choose an adventure. Mm, let's choose this way. So <laughs> you, you can get rid of this easily. Don't charge. Now it's still a hobby. You can absolutely do this and not charge any money. Now there's no longer a transaction. Problem solved. Next. Right? Yes. However, just what we said earlier about working around the fears. Now you've worked around that fear. What's that going to create? That's going to create a whole bunch of anxiety when the bills come in and there's no money in the bank. <laughs> okay, cool. We don't want that for anyone. No. So, okay, let's no. Okay, that, that didn't work. So it feels, <laughs> trans- <laughs> it feels transactional. You bet your sweet patootie is. It is absolutely transactional. Yes, yes, it is. I'm holding space for you like you hold space for your clients. I feel guilty for this. I feel this. Yeah, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It is a transaction of time, of energy, of money. You're battling potentially ah, your parents, nonprofits, nonprofit background. Okay. We yeah, my dad. Want, yep. We didn't need for much, but we wanted. Okay. There is some money mindset creeping in there. There is your desire that, God, I could just help these people. They need my help. So how can you honor this with, yeah, it's transactional. Yes, and here the value, if you don't believe, if there's a part of you that doesn't quite believe in the value in what you do, if you don't believe, if you don't allow them to hold space for this is the value if you bring the objections to them that starts to fuel a fire that was, was never there to start with we can we get we're our own worst enemy sometimes we can overcomplicate everything as humans oh my gosh and as business owners <laughs> so let's just play with that for one more second you said it feels at that point it feels transactional and then you shrink and then you change what if you could hold space for, yeah, and now it gets transactional. 
It's an exchange. You give me this energy and I give you this energy. You've told me, here is your problem. You've, I've just explained to you exactly how I can solve your problem and you're not biting my hands off for it? T t tell me more about this. What's, what's really going on? And now you're into your area of genius, your coaching. How's that feel? Well, that feels much better. Yeah, as to what is holding you back, and then, and then through the coaching aspect, then it, it won't feel as transactional. It will. It's like the, you know, the proof in the pudding before you pay the merchant. Yeah. And again, hold space for it is transactional. It absolutely is. Let's not beat around the bush. Yes, it yeah, is. It is. Yep. And it's it's a good thing. It's sales. Oh, yeah. I mean, we can call it a sales call or a discovery call or a whatever you want to call it. However you massage this. No, it, 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 it's a sales call. And it's all yeah. it's good. And it's cool. It's a good thing. Without that, it's just a hobby. So help oh, these these are the fun thing, fun and games with being a business owner. We can talk about sales, we can talk about marketing, we can talk about team building. They bring forward these new challenges that were like, I didn't really sign up for this, but I have to work through it. Um, is it is it a blessing or a curse? Are you enjoying this or is it tough? Where is it for you? Um, I still enjoy the business. It, it's, you know, it's, it's not something that's going to stop me. It's me you know, figuring the way through it. And, uh, and so I think, you know, not that it's a game, but it is a transaction own that that's what it is, right? This is, and, you know, be okay with that. But, you know, when you get that objection, dig a little bit deeper and don't give it, don't make it easy for them to just kind of say, Hey, it's a money issue or, you know, um, even if they say they need to talk to their spouse or somebody else before they make the decision, it can be easy enough of a question of, well, what do you think that they're, you know, what questions are they going to ask that I can prepare you for? Mm. You know, what could oh, maybe like th be there's their the concerns? sales training coming in. I know you've done some sales training. I know you have, you have these scripts, you have these understandings and there's, there's a gazillion out there that work finding the right one for you that you feel aligned. That's the beauty. Yeah. And I think that that's where I'm off right now. That outline that I currently have probably doesn't really feel in tune with me. So I've got to look at, at that point, what are some of the prompts um, that I can have to keep the conversation going? Well, once you get that sorted out and then you can guide even more people and you get to change the world in your way. There's the benefit. There's That's why it is a game. You just said it's not a game. It is. Absolutely. We gamify this. It is a game. The game is how can you help more people and help yourself? Everyone wins. I love this. Look, Beth, thank you so much for playing along. Thank you for sharing <laughs> behind the scenes with your business, how you help people, but also... The, the roller coaster of being a business owner. Love this. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Mark. It's been great talking to you. And I now have some things to work on for that next call that I have. <laughs> oh, you're, you're so, so welcome. And look, if people want to find out more about you and, and the work that you do, where can they find you? 
They can find me at uh, withinyoucoaching.com. And that's W-I-T-H-I-N, the letter U, coaching.com. Or you can reach me at Beth at withinyoucoaching.com. Awesome. Yeah. You can find me on LinkedIn as well. So I'm there. I'm on Facebook. There's a Facebook page. So I'm all over. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you for being here. This has been so much fun just playing around with these concepts with you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Mark. It's been great. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, We ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.